Hello, this is the Fatigue Podcast. I'm your host, Kate O'Reardon. I'm a nutritional therapist and chronic fatigue recoverer. So my mission is to help women with fatigue, brain fog and bloating to have more energy to do the things they enjoy and get things done. If you're looking to feel energized and normal again, then you're in the right place. So my goal with this podcast is to share my story of how I recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome, share others' inspiring stories, and share useful nutrition tips on how to have more energy. Welcome to the Fatigue Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast. So in today's episode I wanted to talk through uh, my story of how I got chronic fatigue syndrome, how I got diagnosed and then how I ultimately recovered. (laughs) So okay so let's begin. So my story it begins in 2008 on my university placement year. So I had um, already done two years of my chemistry degree. And in the third year, I was on a placement working for Premier Foods in High Wycombe. So I I moved down there and I was working full time and studying at the same time. So yeah, it was around... uh, yeah, two, so two, so autumn 2008, um, yeah, I was sharing, yeah, with housemates and I wasn't looking after myself. I was just living off drunk food and I didn't, I hadn't learned to drive by then. So I was sort of walking half an hour there and back uh, to work every day, even in the snow and cold weather. And yeah, I was quite isolated, living quite far from family and friends. So I didn't really have any support there. Um, And I had sort of emotional trauma while I was living in the house. And yeah, so, and then I started having these sort of leg collapses. And then in December, 2008, I think I went to, I walked work in the snow and I just got there and I just couldn't do anything. I just had no energy. I just sat there for about two hours. And then one of my work colleagues drove me home, but I barely had any energy to stand. Um, So I managed to sort of walk in and crawled up the stairs into bed. And yeah, I just didn't know what was happening. I just felt so dizzy and had brain fog. I couldn't think clearly. I was so tired. So, yeah, and I just went to bed and I couldn't do anything. So I called my parents and they, my dad came and picked me up and took me home. (laughs) And then I was living with my parents 
um, obviously we brought all my stuff back as well so I couldn't complete the placement year um, and then at home I was I was quite bad I was bed bound for the first six months um, yeah I just found it like I could barely walk down the stairs. I had to get assistance to walk down and and sit, you know, on the sofa downstairs. And I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't really talk. I had sensitivity to light and sound. And I couldn't really read or watch TV or do anything because I just found it too draining. Even standing up to cook was really difficult but luckily I had my mum to cook for me so yeah that was that was a horrible time and it was just really distressing because I didn't know what was going on and my parents didn't know what was going on and my dad he didn't really understand he thought oh I was just being lazy I should just you know pull myself together and go back to work he didn't get it but I think my mum sort of understood and empathised with me. So, yeah, after that, I went through a year of tests in the, the NHS, which is the National Health System in the UK. You know, all the standard uh, sort of blood tests, uh, but they all came back normal. The only thing that wasn't normal was um, I had positive celiac test. But when they did the endoscopy, it was negative. So they thought maybe it was a red herring. It was a false, uh, false positive. But by then, I had already removed uh, gluten from my diet. So that could be why it was, uh, why it was, you know, uh, why it was positive. Uh, but it was negative because I'd already removed the gluten. So, yeah, I still avoid gluten even today. So that's quite a long term thing. When I, I felt so much better actually coming off gluten, uh, straight away I started, you know, feeling a bit less foggy. So, so anyway, so we went through all the, the tests and eventually I got referred to well they they thought I had a um, myasthenia gravis at first because I kept sort of my collapsing my knees kept collapsing but it turned out that was negative so uh, yeah so eventually I got referred to a neurologist who diagnosed me with chronic fatigue syndrome because I think they'd ruled out everything else so that was the final diagnosis and they referred me to <coughs> they referred me to um a, a sort of CFS program like a pacing program uh, so I think that was in Burgess Hill yeah so I went there once but I didn't find it very helpful because we had to sit on really hard chairs, which I found quite uncomfortable because I was quite achy, had like muscle twitches and pains. So, um, yeah, I didn't, and I didn't feel like they were really taking it seriously. Well, it, they said, you know, it's a lot of it's just in the mind and things, and it's just about management. But, you know, I didn't want to just manage it. I wanted to get rid of it. 
So that's when I decided to look into natural therapies for fatigue. So I think I started, I joined an MECFS newsletter, which got delivered to me each month, and they had recommendations for different therapies. So I we decided to go and see an acupuncturist because it's said in the newsletter that that can help some people. So I went there, but it did give some short-term relief, but not not any long-term relief. But the, the acupuncturist noticed that I had really bad digestive issues. So, and I really, well, I wasn't going to the toilet regularly at all I was going like once every three days it was really bad you know for a, a number two so she referred me to a naturopathic nutritionist which is where things really started to shift for me so I went to see this naturopathic nutritionist and she used um, a bioresonance machine which is sort of like where you hold um, a metal handle and it's connected to like a, a machine where they put a little violin of, you know, different foods and different uh, infections. So she determined that I had some food intolerances. So I think it was to red meat, uh, cow's milk, yeast and sugar. I think that's what it was for memory and possibly chocolate as well. So, and she also tested me for different viruses, which is really fascinating. So she determined that I had Epstein-Barr virus, which is very common in chronic fatigue syndrome. I also had cytomegalovirus, which is a kissing disease. I think I also had enterovirus. So I had quite a few viruses in my system that were active. And she also discovered I had really bad candida overgrowth as well. So, yeah, that was so helpful to sort of finally get some answers after sort of going through all the, the medical tests and getting no answers. I think she also determined that I was low on iron as well because I was having quite heavy periods, maybe had some hormonal imbalances. She said, actually, I was almost diabetic. I had sort of blood sugar imbalance because I used to eat a lot of, you know, chocolate and things every day. So she um, she wrote up a plan for me. So a supplement plan and also gave me a list of the foods to avoid. And so we, we ordered the supplements and <laughs> I took them and then uh and then a month afterwards we went back to her and she said she noticed that I looked a lot better and I was feeling better too I had more energy I could sort of I could think more clearly and take in what she was saying so I think it had really started to work and obviously I was very I followed the supplement plan exactly did exactly what she said and yeah, I got results and I ended up working with her for, I think it was five months, five sessions. So it could be five sessions over four months. And 
yeah, I just had so much more energy. So obviously she put me on um, an anti-candida protocol and gave me supplements to boost the immune system as well. And also something for blood sugar balance because my blood sugar was unbalanced. And she gave me iron and I think, yeah, a herbal supplement for PMS symptoms as well because I got quite bad PMS. So, yeah, this was when, this was actually in... July 2010 when I first went to see the nutritionist so yeah and then so working with her I got got my energy back and then I started you know looking into to what I could do now I had more energy so the, the following year I started learning to drive so I had weekly driving lessons and then I got a car and I was actually going to go to um, to a un another university to study diesthetics, but that didn't work out in the end, which I'm actually glad it didn't because I ended up doing what I think is sort of a much more better detailed course for what I wanted to do. So, yeah, because I, I realised that I mean nutrition had given me my energy back it had changed my life so that's why I wanted to study it and become a nutritionist to help others to get their energy back so yeah going my, back to my story so that didn't work out um, and I sort of ran out of money by then because I'd spend it all on you know therapies and other things I'd bought you know like essential oils meditations things like that so um, I signed on to job seekers allowance and I got a voluntary job just you know to get something on my CV because I'd been out of work for three years with the chronic fatigue syndrome so I yeah I did that and then eventually I got a full-time job a full-time temporary job working in an office doing administration so then I was I was back to normal really and that's the point that I would class myself as being fully recovered so December 2008 uh, December 2011 that's when I fully recovered I was able to work again I was able to socialize you know exercise do all the things that I was doing before but obviously my perspective has completely changed um, I realized that the chemistry degree that I was doing wasn't aligned with me I, I didn't enjoy it I was just you know because I was quite good at school and got high grades I worked really hard probably because I was a bit of a you know a people pleaser I never felt good enough so I would always push myself really hard and be sort of an overachiever I think that also contributed to me uh, burning out and getting ill so so I learned these new things about myself so I knew yeah, I was learning, I suppose, a new way of not pushing myself too hard, looking after my health a lot more, eating healthily, taking time, more time to rest and relax and meditate daily. So I suppose it's having a more of a work-life balance, which really helped. So yeah, I did that 
the full-time job for a bit until my contract ended to be honest I didn't really enjoy that there was a lot of bullying there so it wasn't a very nice environment to work in so when I left that then I got another part-time administration job and I also started studying at the College of Naturopathic Medicine in Brighton studying to become a nutritional therapist so it was perfect so I had this part-time administration job and then I could also study in my free time as well and you know still have time for myself so yeah that's what I did for, for a long time and then I qualified as a nutritional therapist in I think it was September 2000 and 16 yeah so I've been a nutritional therapist for six years now helping my clients to have more energy so yeah I really love being a nutritional therapist getting to help them you know empowering them to to learn how to look after themselves really how to, to eat healthily for for their bodies you know how to take supplements to support their bodies and you know manage their lifestyle with lifestyle technique you know how to improve their sleep so yeah it's it's a great job that, that I get to be able to do so yeah that's that's my story so I hope I really hope that if someone's listening to that with with chronic fatigue syndrome ME I really hope it gives you hope that you can recover because if I can do it, then so can you. So it's definitely possible. You just really need to believe that you can because I know there's a lot of information online, a lot of websites that say you can't recover. You know, you see stories of people who had it for 30 years and they're just managing it and people, you know, horrible stories, people who've actually you know they've they've killed themselves because they well their their parents couldn't cope with that and they they put them down because they didn't understand it which is really horrible so yeah I really hope it gives you hope so do do subscribe to my fatigue podcast as I'll be sharing more um, helpful sort of nutrition advice on what you can do to to have more energy with nutrition and foods and check out my website as well I've got lots of blog posts on there um, I also have a Facebook group and Instagram so yeah follow along and and if you're finding that this is helpful please let me know uh, leave a positive review or contact me if you want more information and I'll be happy to help so yeah just never give up keep going and you'll get there eventually I mean we all have different causes of fatigue no two people are the same that's why I like to work sort of one-to-one with my clients and give them personalized advice because you know like for me my main causes were um I didn't mention this earlier, but yeah, I took antibiotics in about sort of September 2008 for, for acne that I had. And I think that contributed to me getting candida overgrowth and obviously wiping out my immune system because most of your immune system is in the gut. 
Um, but these were actually broad spectrum antibiotics. So they were wiping it out throughout my body. So yeah, it was can, for me, antibiotics can need it overgrow the multiple viruses I had. And all this was contributing to my immune system really struggling to, to fight all these infections off. And obviously, I wasn't supporting my body with the right nutrients. I wasn't getting proper rest. I was really stressed all the time, which can deplete your immune system. Um, I also, because of the candida overgrowth, though I don't know this for certain, but I learned on my nutrition course that it probably led to leaky gut, which can lead to food intolerances and also... Yeah, the food intolerances, which trigger, you know, autoimmunity and, you know, the sluggish bowel. So the toxins weren't coming out. My detox pathways were clogged up. So it's quite a lot of causes, really. And other people might have different causes. You know, I've had clients who had Lyme disease. We had thyroid issues, you know, hormonal issues. So there's so many things it can be. That's why testing is really helpful to get to the root causes and then you know how to treat it. That's why I offer sort of functional testing in my nutrition practice. So, yeah, I really hope that's given you some, you know, a lot to think about with your chronic fatigue and what you can, you know, start to look at if you have it and determine your causes so yeah thanks so much for listening I'm so happy that I can share this with you and reach so many people across the world and share my message so yeah whatever time of day it is where you are I hope you're having a lovely day or night and I'll be back next week with another podcast episode um, I'll probably I'm probably going to go more into more detail onto all the causes of chronic fatigue syndrome, and then also on um, you know foods and nutrients for fatigue. So I've got a lot of ideas for you of information I can share with you. So yeah, have a have a lovely day or night, and I'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye for now.